This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I'm your host, William Jackson, and I'm super excited for another opportunity to live, learn, and grow together. And we're back at it. Things have been actually crazy. Life has been really lifing. <laughs> Schedule has been all over the place. Things have been happening and things that are good and also things that have been developmental. There have been some of everything going on in my life. And I'm super excited for the opportunity for us to connect and to build and to learn and to love and to grow and to just really get back into a space where we can really fine tune some thought processes to set us up for a incredible year that's upcoming. We're at the end of the year. Can you believe that? Can you believe that it is December? I, it just seems like I blinked and it was December. I remember coming into 2023, like, you know what? This this seems like it's it's going to take a while. Like, why does this year seem like it's dragging? And then all of a sudden we look up and it's December. And we're like, man, where did the time go? But isn't that how it always is, if we're honest? Like we always start the year like, OK, this is a year. And and then we get into February, March, and it's like, man, OK. And then we blink just a few times and then we look up and we're at the end of the year. And this is where most people do their best reflecting It's where most people do their best thinking and forecasting, where a lot of people reminisce. We're coming into and we've been in the holiday seasons. And this is oftentimes also the times where people struggle the most. It's usually a season where people struggle mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, because this is the time of year where the expectations are set for parents to go all out for Christmas. And if you celebrate Christmas and this is a time of year where people are celebrating and and if your year or if your life has not been in a state where you can find reason enough to celebrate, it becomes very difficult in these times and in, the, in these seasons. And I can remember in just past seasons of my life that were the most difficult for me were the moments where wherever I looked in my life, it seemed like there was no hope. Whenever I could put my eyes on my situation, it always seemed or appeared to be hopeless, whether it be where I was based on the tenure that I've been in that situation. If you've been believing for something and you've been dealing with something for a long time, that tenure tends to wear down on your hope, your hope level. It tends to weigh heavy on you and put you in a place where it's harder to see things from a hopeful perspective or whether it be where life just has took a toll and you've been faced with situations that may be life altering. This is a season where it gets difficult for a lot of people in this season. This is where the suicide rate skyrockets because people are in this place and time where you're coming into uh, the close of another year 
And if the year hasn't gone the way you want it to or you expected it to, that begins to weigh on your hope because you you look at this year as a was it a waste? What happened? You start looking at the losses and you start weighing them against what your resolutions were at the beginning of the year and you start weighing them and it becomes harder to maintain hope. And can I be the first to tell you that whatever you're struggling with or whatever your thoughts or whatever your feelings are, whatever you have faced or wherever you are, that your feelings are valid. We're in this space, time and season where a lot of times people just tell you to suck it up and move on. Well, it's been so long and, you know, things haven't changed and you're around all the people that's celebrating. And, you know, sometimes you may feel like the Grinch because it just doesn't seem like it's working out in your favor. Your feelings are valid. We, we will never minimize your feelings, how you feel and the things that you face, because a lot of us have been through a, a lot of things that if we actually listed them out loud, that it would be understandable for people to be in this hopeless state. But the beautiful part about community and for places like this podcast is that it creates an opportunity for us to get the things that are necessary for us to rebound from that negative place of emotions, that negative weight, and actually tap into the things that are necessary for us to live a fulfilled and purposeful, happy life filled with joy and happiness and peace. So we're going to talk about that today. I know that the things that we may have faced may not have always been easy, but we are going to discover opportunities today to restore hope. This is an opportunity to restore the thing that we all need, which is hope. We need it. I was doing some study and I, I saw how in various studies that having hope is a protective factor against suicide and negative thinking. Having hope is what protects us from having suicidal thoughts or even the negative thinking about our current situation and the state of our lives. Hope is so incredibly important because hope is your perspective of the future. Most people get into the state where they feel like they just want to give up on life because they can't find hope for tomorrow. So today, there's nothing that motivates them to say, I need to push past. I need to push through because I believe that tomorrow holds something for me that is going to create a space and opportunity for me to thrive and for me to get back to a place where I can experience this happiness and peace and joy. Hope is a clear perspective of the future. So we're going to discuss how we can restore hope and have a clear perspective of the future. Because we need it. We need it. I don't know about you, but I need it. Because hope is the thing that keeps me going. It keeps me in a state where I can say, okay, that hurt, that didn't work out, that may have failed, that may not have gone the way that I wanted it to. But I hope and I have belief and I have an expectation that tomorrow is going to create an opportunity for me to try it again, to maybe get it right, to do something that I've never done before, that may bring an opportunity that may be life changing, having hope. 
So we're going to talk about how to restore hope today. So if you know anything about me, you know, I love acronyms. I mean, I absolutely love them because it makes us remember things so much more clearly. Right. So if you're thinking about the word hope, we're going to use it as an acronym. Right. Hope. H-O-P-E. If you're going to write that down or if you can do it in your mental Rolodex, once you see those letters, H-O-P-E. So how do we restore hope? What's the first thing that we need to do on our journey to restoring hope? This is a good one. The first thing that you need to do in order to restore hope using the letter H is help someone in need. And I know, listen, I know the first thing that may come to mind if you are in this place where you need help is saying, listen, I need someone to help me. You want me to go help someone else? Absolutely. Why? Because whenever you extend yourself to help someone else in need, someone who may be worse off or someone who may not have the ability to do for themselves, something in your genetic molecular makeup begins to spew out this positive energy because we were created from community for community. And when we step into a place where we can help someone, it literally shifts your perspective about the things that's going on in your life. There is a joy that you will get in your life just by helping someone, just by extending a hand. It is impossible to focus on what's going on in your life while you are helping someone else in need. It's impossible because it shifts your perspective to what's happening in this moment. And the beautiful part about helping someone else is that it always keeps things in perspective. If you are in a state where you have the ability to extend yourself in a way where it's it doesn't have to be anything big. It's just going to spend time with children in a hospital who may have a terminal illness or going down and making sandwiches and and handing them out to homeless people on the street who are during this time of year where it gets freezing cold, have nowhere to sleep and are under bridges and are trying to fish through trash cans to try to put something together to create a meal to sustain some sustenance while they are rapidly losing weight. When you start extending yourself and putting yourself in strategic places to help other people, it literally ignites something in you and it helps you put things into perspective. Because no matter what's happening in your life, I can tell you with a 100% certainty, there is someone else in the world that has it worse off than you. Now, this does not minimize what you are going through, but this does create an opportunity for you to then help someone and shift your perspective and see your perspective through the proper lens. Right? So helping someone and the beautiful part about even that breakdown is that I just gave you the next two. So how do you restore hope? Help someone else in need. What's the next thing? That's the H. Help someone in need. What's the O? Seize the right opportunity. Every day 
you are faced with an opportunity on where you will shift your thoughts, your focus, and your emotional state to. Every day, you are faced with an opportunity to focus on what's going wrong, to focus on what may not be the way that you want it, or focus on what you've lost, or the opportunity to focus on what's ahead of you, to focus on what you do have, to focus on the things that you were able to experience. Let me give you this. Because a lot of times hope is deferred. There's a scripture that says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And a lot of times hope is deferred because when we look back, it affects how we are able to look forward, right? So our our perspective, how we look back, creates an opportunity for us to do one of two things, to relive our memories or to relive our misery. And in order to restore hope, we have to seize the right opportunity to relive our memories and not our misery. Relive your memories and not your mistakes. Even in those cases where I have family members that have lost and I've lost people that I held so dear and it was so heart wrenching and heartbreaking and I felt like I could never recover from it. One of the great things that has placed me in a situation and even those who are continuously battling the loss of loved ones. One of the things that help people make it through is being able to go back and relive the memories. Relive the good times. Remember, remember the laughs. Remember the times where you were able to spend together and and create things that are lodged in your core memory bank. When you go back and relive your memories. And you start thinking about all of the good times from the lens of this, not that I'll never have those moments again, but man, I'm so glad I got to have this moment. I'm so glad that I got to share this moment. I'm so glad that I got to share that laugh. I'm so glad that I got to share that smile, that embrace, that holiday. Going back to relive the memories and really putting them in a place where you bring them to the forefront of your mind. Because this is how complex and, and beautiful the mind is. When you start thinking on those things, your brain doesn't know or differentiate between past, present, and future. It just connects to the moment. So while you are thinking and seizing the opportunity to relive those memories, your brain then releases a dopamine and serotonin that affects your energy, your mood, your happiness. Every time you start reliving your memories, it shifts something in your body that helps uplifts your mood. So you got to seize the right opportunity. Because every day, that's the truth, every single day, you're going to be faced with an opportunity to choose what to focus on, to choose what to think about, to relive your memories or your misery. 
and going back and looking through what the what the P is in hope is having the proper perspective, going back and being able to look back and say, man, so many people in life don't get to experience the happiness and the love and the laughs that we got to experience. Even when you go back and you start thinking about the way things in life have transpired. You can even look back over your life and say, man, life has been so hard. And everything seems to be going south and and I can't seem to catch a break. But proper perspective prevents you from slipping into that trap, which is where depression lies. Having a proper perspective is you can look back through the lens of even if you have experienced loss and lack and struggle and turmoil, you can look back and highlight those things or you can highlight the things that you've learned. You highlight the fact that you're still here, that you're tenacious, that your strength has grown, that you're stronger than you thought you were, that you thought that that would break you and it didn't. And you thought that you wouldn't come out, but you did. And you thought that it wouldn't turn around, but it somehow happened. When you can have a proper perspective, how you look back can affect what you see ahead of you. How you look back with a proper perspective or an improper perspective can affect what you see ahead of you. Because if I look back over my life and all I see is turmoil and stress and loss and lack and loss after loss after loss after loss. If I don't have a proper perspective, what I will do is I will adopt the mentality of a loser. Because I will then accept and confirm what I see in my past. Because I'll just base my perspective on the facts. I've just I've continuously have lost. So that may mean that I'm a loser. That's an improper perspective. Even though things may have not been the, the way that you desire to or things may have been difficult or things may have took a turn that you never thought would happen and health may be in the, the challenging state and you are, don't know how you're going to come out of this and the prognosis is not favorable and you're in this place and time and season where it seems like things just may not be turning out the way that you desire them to. When you look back on your life with the proper perspective. You can say, yeah, but I remember there was a time when I thought I wasn't going to get out of that. I remember there was a time when I thought I wasn't going to rebound. I remember there was a time where I wanted to throw in the towel. I remember there was a time when I wanted to give up. But we fought through. We fought through. We pushed through. And we're still here. We're still standing. We're still breathing. And as long as I got breath in my body, there's an opportunity because if I came out of that, then I can come out of this. Because when you look back with a proper perspective, you'll see that the moments that you thought would break you felt the same back then than they do now. And this may be a different situation. And you may say, no, this is different. This is diff more difficult. This is this is harder than than that last situation. Yeah, that's because you're looking back in hindsight. But in that moment, it felt just as hard. 
and you didn't know how you were going to come out of it. But proper perspective makes you look back and say, but I made it through that. And if I made it through that, then my life must have some purpose. If I'm still here, there must be a reason. If I went through all of the hell and high water in my past and I was able to make it through that, there must be a reason while I'm still on the earth. There must be still purpose for me to fulfill. That's proper perspective. But what do you do? What do you do when you can't actually identify the proper perspective? You have to prepare it. You have to prepare your perspective. Because life doesn't stop. Time doesn't stop. The situations may keep rolling, but you have to be able to prepare your perspective. How do you do that with your morning routine? What is your morning routine? How do you prepare your perspective when you first get up? Your mind, your emotions, your spirit, your heart, your thoughts, everything is open and you're vulnerable in that state. And how you prepare your perspective in your morning routine when you first get up, it sets the tone for your ability to establish proper perspective throughout the day. So what do you do? What's your morning routine? Is it prayer? Do you get up? Do you listen to something encouraging? Do you get up and recite affirmations? Do you get up and do something to work on your body? Do you get up and decide what are you going to do better today than you did yesterday? All of those are things that you can do to prepare your perspective, because the truth is this life is going to happen again and again and again and again. But with a proper perspective, Perspective, you can extract the tools that are necessary for you to step into fulfillment versus accepting an idea or a reality that places you under the eight ball. And now you're just being drugged through life and you don't have any fulfillment. And now we've lost hope. So you got to prepare your perspective. That morning time, when you first get up, it's crucial. The morning time and the evening. You prepare it, the perspective for your day in the morning, but you prepare your perspective in your dreams and your thoughts and in your ability to rest before you go to bed. So you got to have a routine. If you don't have a routine, take that into 2024 with you. Establish a healthy routine, your morning routine and your night routine, because how you set it up and the discipline with that is going to establish a healthy baseline of how you view things when life happens. So what do you got to do? You got to help someone in need. You got to seize the right opportunity. You got to have the proper perspective. And this is the last thing in hope, in restoring hope. The E is you have to feed your expectation. You have to feed your expectation. Expectation is your ability to look at tomorrow with a sense of excitement. And I know today you may be faced with things that may have clouded your ability to be excited about tomorrow, but that's why you have to feed your expectation. Because whatever you feed will grow. 
If you feed the idea that this is where life ends, that it's over, that there's no use, there's no hope, there's nothing that I can expect, there's nothing that I can look forward to, then that is what will grow. But if you feed your expectation by the things that you see, by the things that you listen to, by the people that you are around, these are some ways that you can feed your expectation. Even in situations that you may be facing, in life that may be the most excruciating and the most difficult find someone who has matriculated through your issue successfully and then study their story if you are in a state where you're struggling with health issues find someone who has made it through the things that you are facing currently and study their story because if it happened for them, when you start to hear some of the things that they have been through, some of the things that help them rebound, it starts to ignite a level of faith and belief that it can happen for you. I'm always in these places and spaces where I start to talk about my health journey and how I had a stroke and I was paralyzed on the left side of my body and I had to learn how to do every bodily function and I, I couldn't brush my teeth and I couldn't button a shirt. I couldn't move. I was completely paralyzed and had two brain surgeries and, and doctors said it was over and, and I didn't have any hope to believe that I could come out of the situation that I was in. When I start talking about that and people hear about the, the health challenges and the things that I had to face. But how I shifted my perspective and I tapped into my faith and my belief that my life doesn't end here. And I started to fight and I started to believe. And that's when hope began to grow. When I start talking to people who are dealing with issues in their body, it starts igniting them. Why? Because if you made it through that, then maybe I can too. So find someone who has matriculated through your issues successfully and then listen to their story of triumph. Because what a lot of times what we do is we start talking to people who have not gone through our issue and we take advice from people who don't have a point of reference. So if you wanna feed your expectation, find somebody who has gone through the things that you have gone through successfully and listen to their story of triumph and embrace the idea that if it happened for them, it can happen for you. Feed your expectation by the things that you say. By the things that you say, don't let the negative thought come out of your mouth because we're going to have them. You're going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have negative emotions, but you give life to it when you speak it. So even when it comes up in your mind, make it a practice. How do you feed your expectation is you refuse to speak negativity. Find affirmations. You can write them down. You can Google them. You can, you can find just lists of affirmations 
that inspire hope, that puts you in a mindset to think better about tomorrow in today and continue to say those things. Don't speak how you feel, even though you may be feeling in this negative headspace, even if you speak it, because it is healthy to get it out. But you can't just leave that thought as the dominant perspective. You can speak it, but then counteract it with something that's positive, something that's true, something that uplifts you and doesn't leave you in that state. If you're dealing with a health situation and you start saying, you know, I just I don't feel like that I can take this anymore. And life has been just difficult and I just feel like giving up. You have to counteract that to say I want to give up and I feel like giving up. But I know that there's purpose in my life. I know that there's a plan for me. I know that I didn't make it through everything that I made it through just to make it through what I made it through. There's a purpose and a plan for my life. So you have to counteract it. And the last thing that you can do to feed your expectation is surround yourself with people that I call high level livers. People who live on a higher level. Now, that doesn't mean that somebody who has more money than you and they're living in a mansion. I'm talking about people who just approach life from an elevated perspective. High level livers have an optimistic viewpoint. So when you bring them issues and turmoil and you bring them trauma and you bring them their the things that you've lost and the things that may not have gone the way that you want them to, they will counteract that thought with, yeah, but I know that there is still more in you. And I know it's not looking like things are going to turn around, but they always turn around that it just they're they're. they're even though you've been in this place for a long time, you've grown so much, you've you've developed so much, you're in a place where you're able to experience the best out of life now. You have wisdom, you have strength, you have everything that you need to sustain the things that you've been praying for. So high-level livers have an optimistic viewpoint. What else do high-level livers have? They have strategies for low moments. When you get down on yourself and you say, well, it just... Things aren't turning around. Okay, so what do we do in this place? High level livers have strategy. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're not going to stay in the house because if you stay in the house, you're going to just lay in this dark room and depression is going to take over. So we're going to get up. We're going to go for a walk every day. We're going to open these blinds. Okay, I, I know that you're not feeling the best, but we're going to do what we can. We're going to maximize the level that we are on, even if it's just lifting my hands. I'm. We're going to strategically play certain music that keeps your mind in a place where it's upbeat, where you don't settle into the negative emotion. High level livers have strategies for low moments because they see things from a higher point of view. You need to surround yourself with people who can see things from a higher point of view. Because if you do that, if you help someone in need, even in your low moment, if you seize the right opportunity to relive your memories and not your misery, and you have a healthy perspective and you prepare the perspective in the morning and the night, and you feed your expectation by the things that you say, the things that you see, the things that you listen to, and the people that you surround yourself with, hope will begin to build and rebuild and rebuild and grow and get stronger because you are actively adjusting the atmosphere that you are in and everything happens in an atmosphere.
So even though things may not have been the way that they should have been, or they may not have been the way that you desire, or things may have been extremely difficult, there is still an opportunity to restore hope because there is still hope for you. There's still hope for your life. You are still breathing. You are listening to this right now because there is a purpose and a plan for your life. There's more in you. And this is not the place where we throw in the towel. This is not the place where we give up. This is not the place where we break. This is not the place where we decide that it's over. This is the place where we say, no, I am going to take hope back and I'm going to step into knowing that my life has purpose, that I'm here for a reason, that God hasn't changed his mind about my future so I won't either. You got to know that your life has an incredible purpose despite the darkness that you've been through, despite what and who you may have lost. The heartache that you've experienced, the heartbreak of the difficult moments, I totally understand and I know how difficult it is to be faced with this darkness every single day. But I am begging you to tap into your hope, to do the things that are necessary for you to see the light because there's so much light in you. There's so much more in you and there's so much more to be done. You may not be able to see it today. But I promise you, if you put these tools into action, one day you will. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving. And remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed when life happens.